0: Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, the podcast all about being authentically single in your 30s, hosted by Sherelle Griffith and Berity Brown.
1: Welcome to this episode where we are going to be discussing the subject, can you be too good at being single? So this has come about... um, well, to both of us through different directions, but I, it was a suggestion for myself because since I started dating, it's really shone a light on a lot of my traits and attributes and approaches to life. And I genuinely believe that after three and a half years, I got so good at being single that I'm now kind of having to undo it all to be successfully in a relationship, and I just thought it was an interesting topic to highlight because I wouldn't change anything. I think, in a sense, that I had to get super good at being single to find someone, but it is really interesting and it's been quite uncomfortable for me to transition from being super confident independent single woman to being in a relationship so yeah yeah, that's where I'm at
0: and when Verity suggested this topic I said oh yeah of course I'd love to talk about this because I actually was having a conversation just last night with uh I was going on a date and I was saying to someone, oh, I've got to live in time. And I was like, oh, I've got to live in time because I've got a date. And he was saying, oh, you know, dating. He's just like, the problem is, I just love being single too much. And so just when you said, oh, is this something we want to talk about? I thought, yeah, because you definitely can. I think it's a real fine balance. Like I think so much of the podcast we talk about, like you've got to own being single. You've got to try and enjoy it as much as you can and to try and just embrace it but they definitely can be... So I think you can become too good at it, but you can become very happy in your own company and you can be very independent and just do everything as you want to do it and run your life, that then it does take some adjustment to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, and I, uh, I'm i quite shocked at how hard i I've, I've found it. And uh, it's only now on reflection that I've realised how how much I worked on being my own woman, I think, um, and not relying on other people and, you know, maybe maybe too much, maybe to a, a a negative sense. But I, I don't know. It and this is all in hindsight and I'm just speaking very honestly and I spoke to my girlfriend about this but so she's basically just like being incredibly amazing and supportive and, you know, everything I do and me living in India and constantly trying to help me and be there for me like emotionally and everything and I am finding it really hard to like in a nutshell for three and a half years nobody bar maybe my mum a little bit has seen like 360 version of me Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying like I have a really crazy psychotic side but all I'm saying is that my shadow side my you know, darker, weaker side is revealed, but not to the full, full yeah. extent, I think. And I think that's just being human, isn't it? And so, since having her in my life, it's like I've been given this permission to allow her to see the whole of me and to actually, it's necessary if we're going to build a relationship together, you know, we need to see the whole of each other. To understand each other, to to fit together, you know, and everything, but it's been super uncomfortable. Like it's been really hard, and um, I've you know, I've spoke to. I said, I I hate the fact that you're seeing like my highs and my the beauty of me and in, in my emotional and physical sense and everything, but then I'm also like revealing to you this like not so great side. Mm and yeah it's 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 been like I've processed a lot recently thinking about all of this it's
0: really interesting to hear you say it because I feel as if you share quite a lot of yourself like mm. in terms of everything you do in terms of your business and stuff that like your online persona is very open um and so it, it's amazing to me that that would be so hard for you to reveal to someone else because I just think of you quite an open person whereas it's definitely something I struggle with and when I you know I was in a relationship last summer so I'd probably been single for like two and a half years when I got into that relationship and I really there there were some times when we would have conversations and I just was like because I'm a really private person like I'm actually I don't have that many friends that I would say are really that close to really know me like my inner circle is very very small and I I am generally quite a private person and you know I spend a, a lot of time by myself and to really start to open up to someone on so many different levels I did find really difficult and I I'd very much got my guard up as well like I think I'm very guarded I think London's a very harsh city in some ways and that definitely makes me very much like I know what I've got to do and I do it and I like I not I suppose in a way I put myself in a bit of a bubble just because that's how I can get through the day-to-day and to start trying to undo that and I just also remember just very just like very simple things it was just I just wasn't used to having someone else to help me but also maybe even someone to want to help like I remember just really just really stupid things in terms of like I'd like, would go somewhere, and I'd, like, have a whole load of bags, and he'd be, like, drop me to carry something, and I'd just be, like, no, because I just was, like, I'm totally used to doing it by myself, and it, I found he was a very chivalrous, is that the right word? Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. chivalrous, yeah. yeah, and I just was so, it's, like, everything you want, but then when you get it, it felt so weird, like, mm. I just wasn't, wasn't prepared for it at all. Yeah,
1: it is straight, and it, uh, I appreciate what you said about, I do, I do share a lot on, um, online and and I only really share what feels comfortable for me to share and we all run our businesses differently don't we I think what I found and this is me being like super honest this is me probably sharing something that makes me feel quite uncomfortable but I found with her in my life like I'm moaning a bit more because I have someone to moan to and I really don't like it because genuinely don't really moan and it's weird it's like messing with my head I'm like why all of a sudden am I moaning just because there's someone there to moan to it's really it's really strange and um yeah it's more that 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 negative that heavy energy that you know if I feel I'm a cancerian so I used to get super moody in my old relationship and my ex will so confirm that um and I hated it. I hated that trait in me. And I've worked so hard on it because I just don't think it's beneficial to anyone. But I can see a little bits of it creeping back in, and I'm like, uh, hello, where you where have you come from? <laughs> you've you've been in your box three and a half years. <laughs>
0: like, but do you think really do you think it's because when you're if you're with someone like in a relationship? And you're trying. You're allowed in a way to show all of your three self. So like obviously we've all hide we all we show a percentage of ourselves to like certain people, and it gets wider and wider as like they have a deeper relationship with you. And I think that thing about you know people being high vibe, like so much of what you do is about being high vibe, and then there's therefore you're not going to show the moany side to many people because it doesn't really align with the character that you want to be like you do so much work about like your best self and your best self is not going to be someone who moans but we just have that sort of natural fallback which is if you've got someone like you said you've got someone you can moan to that you just now you feel like you can let it out to someone
1: Mm. and then I yeah no I I get it I mean I do try and be authentic with it I'm not like it's all unicorns and rainbows the whole time but um, I just wonder where it's been kept three and a half you know like yeah and is that healthy is it healthy that i've let it like fester within me um i think i think the i've tried to think about this i think the difference is i mean we speak every day even though i'm away i think with friends and stuff if you see them once a week or once a month you call them that time you're not gonna like save up all your moans and complaints from that month and like spill it onto them but I think when you're having a conversation with the same person once, twice, three times a day, then, I mm-hmm. sorry, I felt like Lionel Richie then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's naturally going to be part of that tapestry of conversation because it can't all be like, yeah. oh yeah, I did this and I did this and I did that and I did that. It's like, I think it may be, maybe it's the amount of words that I'm speaking to her just naturally means there has yeah. to be that more and shadow like, side.
0: And like you said, because it's in the moment of the day. And that's the thing is, I think it's a really good point. Because I think one of the things about like, are you too good at being single, I would say, is one of my things is how much I, I always have this thing about I've become so like, in a way isolated to the point that I'm like, other than my colleagues, I feel like I could go for days. And if I didn't speak to anyone, no one would know. Like, I feel like literally, it's really sad. But I think if I died over the weekend, it wouldn't be until I went to work, someone would know like until I just didn't show up because I think that's the difference where if you, you're not necessarily going to ring a friend every single day, like you're not going to have that constant dialogue with other people. And so that can mean that it doesn't, no one, like you said, you're not having the same level of conversation. So when you do have conversation with people, you bring up the highest points because you speak to them every three days, every week, every whatever. But also it means there's no one in a way people think you're really self-sufficient that you're by yourself and they don't need to contact you
1: yeah it's uh, again this is tapping into this whole cultural kind of processing that I'm going through at the minute being in India like for me to be a woman living on my own is just unheard of I think in India from yeah. the conversations that I've had I'm very fine with it like it feels the most natural thing in the world for me to the point where I'm like am I a bit odd for not like missing company Like I'm just so fine on my own. And and I say this kind of knowing that I'm ready to start my new life when I return to England, you know, with, with my girlfriend and be with her. But right now I'm I'm pretty good at it, you know, and, and it doesn't bother me. And um I've got a network of people in Delhi and um I've seen people and stuff, but I'm not like desperate to see people. I'm not like trying to meet with people because I feel lonely, or I don't want to spend like a Saturday night on my own. I'm just like fine. And I do feel like when you're single, it's super important, and I've said this before, but to become that whole, to like really like, just be good. Be good on your own, be good at you. Get to know you so you know what you want in life. But now I'm kind of on the other side. You know, all I would say is be aware that this kind of really beautiful thing that you've created for yourself needs to kind of become loose a little bit Mm -hmm. to allow that transition into a relationship. And I I just never even thought about it before. I never even thought that I would get so damn good at being single (laughs) that I'd struggle. Um, and you know, like I say, my girlfriend's super supportive, and she's she's fine. Like she's like like not struggling at all. I don't think. But I I had to just be honest with it. I'm just like I'm so sorry, but this is really hard for me. And not in like I'm a doubting anything or anything. It's just it's an adjustment. Not, it's change. It's adjustment, and it's it's not like I'm. You know, someone said Are you grieve in your single self, and I'm like, well not really like we spoke about it before the whole point of this relationship is we're still both allowed to be free and independent as in as as women on our own as well as being a couple and that's the that's you know one of the reasons that this relationship is so ideal for me because that's a big part of what I was looking for you know in in a like a a partnership but I just yeah I think you're right I think it is the adjustment and but I think it
0: makes sense because that's why some people on the reverse just go from relationship to relationship to relationship because they're they they can not deal with them by themselves being single. Like you know you see people and you think you've just got into another relationship because that's what you're used to and that's how you function and, and actually you can't function by yourself. And I think it's very easy for people to be one way or the other. And I definitely think, like I remember last year, so I'd been like single like two and a half years and I like I would feel shame when I would say like, oh when people are like, oh how long I've been single. And I'd be like, people would be like, you're just too good now, like being single, like you've got really good. And I think I'd lived for myself for two years when um, I got a flatmate. And one of the main reasons I got a flatmate was specifically because I was like, I need to reshare my living space because Mm -hmm. otherwise it's going to be five years and i'm i'm gonna meet someone that i really want to live with and i'm not gonna be able to share with them like i'm an only child i've always had my own room i like live with me my mum. like i i'm so like not a natural sharer i know it's really bad but i'm just not and so i was like if i just live all these and i see it both my parents are single like my mum, when i go home i can feel the frustration in her because like her house isn't exactly how she leaves it do you know what i mean like She's got. Yeah. Oh, so this is how everything's meant to look. This is how everything works. And I was like, if I don't get someone else in my space just to break that up, I could see me falling into that trap. And I think that's the thing is we, the longer you are single, the and the better you get at being, being single and, and, like you said, enjoying it and, like you said, you were very happy. It, it, it can mean you just have to be just, like, a little bit aware, I think, of, I suppose, what aspects can't continue when you get back into a relationship
1: so now I'm in India it's the first time I'm actually living on my own ever in my entire life but it's really weird because it doesn't feel like the first time um and one of the main reasons I moved back from London was because I kind of just wanted to see someone every day and eat with them and talk with them and um and you know that person was my mum but I am um, yeah it's, it's been a very interesting process that I've had to go through and in a foreign country as well it's all kind of hit me being away and, and maybe that, that's the reason why it's been so intense because I've had all this space to think about it but it is something that I don't think we think about and I also don't think we should think about too much you know when we're single We have to be single. We have to embody it. Otherwise, we've talked about this before, haven't we, Shirelle? Like, if you aren't present with being single, then you're always constantly, like, chasing the what if and thinking about the future and missing those moments that are still super precious, regardless if you've been single or not. And so I do think we have to get really good at it. I think all I'm going to say is, in hindsight, is just be prepared that, there's going to be some undoing at the other end when you, when you do meet someone. And I just didn't expect it. You know, it's, it's one, like one of those things, you know, when like moms have new babies and they say, Oh, people never told me this. Like, it's kind of one of those things that I feel like woman to woman, I need to pass on. But, um, it, it's going to be there, especially if you, you're owning it, which is what we have encouraged you to do the whole of this podcast, like own being single, be comfortable with it. Um, I suppose it's a risk, isn't it? And that's the beauty of life, that so it's full of risks. But it's something that you're going to have to manage when
0: you find someone. And I think as well, don't...
1: Because like, I have
0: had people that say, like, you are too good at being single. And it's one of those things that... And I hate it when people say it. But I think if you, like, start to meet someone and there... Uh, I think it's also just about being really honest and being like, yes, you know, I have been single for X amount of time. I am very comfortable by myself or, like, I'm very fulfilled with my life. Because one of the things I'd say as well about being too good at being single is, like, having a crazy diary. Like, you know, you've got six amounts of extracurricular activities. You always see your friends. Like, you know, when people go to the gym every day and I'm like, that's why you're single, because you go to the gym every day. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, there's people that I think, how they fill their diaries to the brim so that when you then get into a relationship and you're meant to make time for someone – you know you're, you have to reshuffle things around and I think it's just about being really aware of that and it is part about finding then the right person to be with you which is being like that's probably not it's not a switch for most people it's not going to be today I'm single and I'm great at it so tomorrow I'm going to be great at in a relationship like actually yeah. the pe- the more you become great at being by yourself there will be a transition to being good in a relationship and I think just finding someone that's there to support you in that change and just being really honest which is like yeah I'm good at being single but like especially if you've been in a relationship before it's like I know I'm a good girlfriend like I'm a really good girlfriend I've just now learned how to be good by myself but do you know what I mean it's not I don't see it as an under and all you can be good in both situations but mm. you can just learn to perfect yes perfect
1: <laughs> the one that you're at and the stage you're at yeah and embrace it and I think also respect the fact that and we've spoke about this before but you know, you're at a different age, you've looked for different things, you know yourself differently, and so it's kind of, it's not really a cookie-cutter version of, you know, Like when I went into relationship at 19, i I've been single for 19 years, mm. and I don't remember going through what I'm going through now, because I was younger, and I didn't think about these things, I wasn't as emotionally intelligent, I wasn't as spiritually developed, I didn't kind of go in on myself as much. Whereas now, you know, I'm nearly 33 and I think about these things a lot more. You know, if something feels a bit uncomfortable, I dig deep and think, why does that not feel right? Where's that coming from? And I analyze things and I assess things and I question, you know, myself. And it's all part of my evolution and learning. But again, it's the adulting element, it's something that I just didn't do 15 years ago um and I think it's giving yourself that grace and and again like if the person you're with is meant you're meant to be with then they will give you that that time and space and you can work together on it which is what we're trying to do because I'm like just yeah it's an interesting process that I never even thought about um but I think 100% you have to embrace where you're at in life right now I think that's that's the message to kind of really push home on this but also I'd love to hear
0: other people because I know people have literally said to me you are too good at being single Mm. Um, and just like you are too independent like and I'm like you just can't handle me like get over it (laughs) but (laughs) I would would love to come sure I'm not the only one like I would love to hear um, from people about whether anyone's ever said to them that they're too good at being single whether it's from friends you know like sometimes I think friends can't be supportive sometimes like when actually people are like well like sometimes people make you feel like it's your own fault for being single do you know what i mean as if you're not performing the role of a woman you need to perform in order to have
1: a partner or you're not working hard enough to find someone because you've gotten so relaxed at being single yeah rather than it just being that it's just not your time right now and that's it End yeah. <laughs> and like now i like now we say
0: it like i have a friend that i'm like I've definitely said it to her. and I'm really sorry. Like, I, I do have a friend that I do, because she's just so happy. Like, she didn't date. She's just so happy being single. And that's just what life is to her. Like, and because sometimes when I'm dating and she's just like, it's just too much work. Like, I see how stressed out you get about So she's just like, I just can't be bothered. And so I probably have said to her, like, oh, you're too good at being single. Because I'm just like, she's definitely just owns that state. But I think yeah, I think if you're someone either you've said it and you know apologize to that person, I will apologize to my friend. If it's been said to you by a friend, and it's like, what is it that why? What, what is it about society that defines a woman as being too good at being single because they do X or Y, or and would you say it to a man? Yeah, or like, and have we said it as has someone as a prospect? You know, have you been yeah. in an early dating stage and people have said comments to you because of what you do, and it's like, well. Like all those traits that are, you've had to embrace and had to own to succeed at this moment in time in your life and are there things that you are willing to change but you're like I'm going to change that for the right person and like we've spoken before about the idea of compromise but you don't need to compromise right now so why would you so really interesting I think there's so many different like layers to it in terms of like you and also the people around you what says so we would love for you to email us in or go on Instagram and send us a DM I really hope like yeah that we can all just share a bit about what makes you too good at being single because I think it'll also help we can do a follow-up to say you know, these are just the things to look out for then when you are starting a relationship are the sort of things that are thing like I suppose it's like a prepare a preparation pack <laughs> of being like well these are the things to consider because I don't think we yeah. think so much about just finding the right person in terms of like dating rather than thinking okay but these are also the things we're gonna have to work on during that stage as well